The following show contains spoilers for episode 6 of Survivor, Winners at War. This is a Global Tell Link prepaid call from Parvati from Survivor. An inmate at The Edge of Extinction. From the Mustache and Zeldathon, it's RNG Show. One fantasy told week by week. again we have a very unfortunate story to tell someone's favorite survivor player of all time has unfortunately left contention very sad so why don't we go back to the beginning of the story and see how we got to this point how did poverty shallow find herself on the edge of extinction wait we weren't talking about sandra do you remember (laughs) what you were doing Last week, on Thursday, what about four years ago on Thursday? No? Well, let's revisit that moment. (laughs) Uh, We had a tribe swap, and it put everyone into a new shuffle of alliances and relationships. And we got to see everything play out even more this week. unfortunately so we start the episode revisiting the yara tribe which is very telling in a double boot episode uh but you know maybe it's just coincidental because they also went to tribal last episode uh we check in with ben mainly (laughs) and he's like everyone here is cool but we don't really waste a lot of time at the start of the episode but you know uh, we don't have rob uh, on extinction or anything that was saved for a secret scene uh you know they just kind of like get on with it if there is one person that ben isn't feeling on his tribe though it's adam he's not really talking to him Mm-hmm. yeah adam's kind of not feeling that great <laughs> i can't blame him adam please i mean yeah we, we start at yara and ben talks about everybody and adam you know also says you know oh i'm in a tough spot right now it might be hard to recover from this but we don't we don't spend too much t- much time thinking about it because we go like straight to the edge of extinction yeah uh, we get a new challenge here, uh, a quest to find an opportunity a to earn a, a fire token. And they're all looking around. They're afraid they're going to have to walk up and down the hill again. They got to turn over all the stones, and Rob has counted every single one of them. Yeah. <laughs> they they see Tyson bringing in a log, and then the, it goes to black and white. And, uh, and then Tyson sounds. whipped out his log. Yeah, found the, thing. <laughs> the ultimate survivor strategy. Well, he pretended oh, to do that later on. It's it's funny because the cameraman was just standing there the whole time peeing, uh-huh. or while he was peeing. Yeah. Like, oh, I I gotta get this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you think about it? <laughs> I mean, yeah, he was he was pretending for sure, but it's just funny that. <laughs> the cameraman wouldn't have played along. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, there's a thing called method acting. True. So you never know. Yeah, so we, we start the episode out with Tyson pulling the little package out. He finds the idol nullifier. Whoa, Ooh. dude. Whoa, that's that's a bit explicit, man. We already talked about him pulling out a, a package. <laughs> and he thinks hard about what he wants to do with this nullifier and he sends it over to Soleil by way of Parvati 
who has yeah. tons of tons of fire tokens at this point. Oh yeah. And she eagerly she sure eagerly buys the idol nullifier. Unfortunately, yeah, there's cool. no one on Soleil with an idol. So at that point in time, it is not very helpful. Because she can but use it at the merge. Day, maybe at the merge. Maybe no, because the, all of idol. your all of your adventures are null and void when you go to the edge of extinction. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tyson, no. Tyson gets Parv's uh, token, and he thinks hard about what he wants to do with it. You know, he doesn't want to buy an idol because he'll be a fool if he doesn't get back in the game. Uh, he doesn't want to again advantage in the challenge because, uh, and so instead he gets peanut butter because that'll help him get back in the game. I was surprised at how large this peanut butter jar was. Yeah, I think like, was I, th- I think when it showed up, I think the point was like, all right, if you're gonna like spend one of these things and yeah. you're not going to get an advantage, like we're gonna make it worth it. <laughs> yeah, Man. but like I feel like that wasn't really well conveyed on like the menus and stuff. Mm-hmm, definitely, it's like I- I'm thinking you're probably getting like your standard like two cup can yeah, can yeah, and yeah. jiff peanut butter, but no, they got like one of those. It, like this was bigger than those Mondo craft like, <laughs> yeah, like barrels. Once he has it, you have to think that's like almost the most economical thing out there. Because like if you, you know, it's like the beer is almost there as a joke. But it's like if you're gonna get that, you know, it's not gonna be in giant like jugs or anything. You know, it's just gonna be in no. bottles or a pizza. Like how big of a pizza are you gonna get? And it's gonna be hard to store and everything. So like now that we've seen the size of it, the peanut butter is like super worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, protein out there is very important. Uh, a kind of an interesting choice that, you know, he wouldn't get, like, an advantage in the challenge, but I guess he might just think that the, you know, extra nutrients is going to be worth it in the long run. The real question is, what happens if Tyson is allergic to peanuts? Then he probably wouldn't buy, buy the peanut butter. <laughs> he wouldn't have done it in the first place. <laughs> but, but, the, but the strategy of a- adding extra calories, you know, at some point, you got to think, $2 million or my life. <laughs> Well, he says, you know, you just get meta back, dude. If, yeah, he says, if I get the advantage and don't get back in the game, I'd look me a fool, mm-hmm. and I don't want to look me a fool. But he'd look pretty much a fool. Yeah, <laughs> if he went into anaphylactic shock of his own accord. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you have to think too, like every time he eats the peanut butter, you know that stuff stinks. Like you're, you know, you're not gonna like have a whole bunch of peanut butter get all over your mouth, all over your fingers, and like go back to camp, and no one's gonna notice. You're gonna have to like really wash off every time you you have some. Mm-hmm. It's also interesting. He's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna have some every, like a little bit every day, and then we just get the scene where he's just like scoop, 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 scoop. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a big jar. It's a big jar. Uh yeah, it's a many days out there though. I mean, but he's only he's only gonna last what fifteen more? Like that's a lot for fifteen days, I think. <laughs> Or like maybe he'll I, I mean, come back in the yeah. game in, in two. I, I mean like maybe. But on in survivor terms it is because like obviously in the grand scheme of things that's not a lot of food, but like if you're just having, I don't know, like five spoonfuls of peanut butter, that, that that'll last. Mm-hmm. Plus the normal, you know, rice or whatever they're having. Yeah, like we we really don't waste any time, you know, like seeing everything we need to. Uh honestly I'm kinda surprised that they didn't like cut out this part about the whole uh fire token and everything just because you know with poverty going home it seems kind of irrelevant but i guess they have to explain uh how everything goes down so like i'm glad they showed it but i just feel like there's a universe where they're like oh you know this isn't important and they don't well they wanted to show well actually peanut butter because it plays an important part later on (laughs) 
whether that's <laughs> more drama if somebody else finds out that he is peanut butter or if it helps him in the game. Who mm-hmm. knows? But I, I think it'll be important later on. <laughs> I think we're also underestimating the power of uh, Survivor Reddit and thus CoinGate would have been like, wait a minute, why the f- does Yule not have... <laughs> Uh, why does he only have uh, one power token? Power token? That's not what I meant. Fire token. Hey man. Why does you only have one power? I mean, the real thing to have a hashtag gate out. about here is hashtag peanut gate because that there was smooth peanut butter. Crunchy is the only acceptable option. That's just incorrect. When when you're on the island, you that, take what you can get. Man. That's literally just wrong. <laughs> I like both. Yeah. <laughs> like so how about that challenge? Yeah, yeah. So so we start <laughs> before the challenge. You know, we start with um, Wendell. You know, starting to rear his head for this episode, uh, continuing to you know kind of paint a bad picture on himself. And I feel like Jeff kind of gave him. Idiot. I feel like Jeff kind of gave him too hard of a time here. Like yeah. he was just trying to have I mean, fun. I mean, but Jeff was like, "Oh my god, you would you would toss this super important idol?" I'm like Jeff, what are you talking about? Dude? And, and, <laughs> how how many times in like water challenges has Jeff said, "Hey, toss the idol over here"? Yeah. <laughs> You know, we were going to have two immunities, but because Wendell decided that it wasn't important, we're only going to have one. Yeah, so that's... Man, Wendell's that's, such a dumbass, dude. That's, that's Wendell's a, so stupid. That's the big you. thing for this challenge, is that one tribe will be winning immunity, uh-huh. and two tribes will not be. Uh, clearly, big ramifications for the game, and big ramifications for our fantasy. God, it's so dumb, too. And I don't know. Goddamn, Decal was so far behind. Yeah, Decal. Decal is the tribe fair. I it's wanted to win, fair. and they were really, really. It's just not dwelling. fair. It's just not fair. It's just not fair. <laughs> oh my god, dude! I don't know. I, yeah, it was I can't fine. believe that Decal lost and Sandra had to go home. And it really was unfair, Fred. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that you're, you know, feeling for me here. <laughs> Uh, it ended up being very close between Soleil and Yara at the end of the challenge. Y- you know what I realized? Wendell threw hard, like so hard. Like it's entirely his fault that they lost. It's like 100% his fault. His ass was like, Jeff, watch this. And it just, just <laughs> drops it in a hole. Like, are you, are you joking that. me? Are you kidding Jeff, me? If I can't Wendell, throw this immunity, I'm going to throw this challenge. Like, are you serious? <laughs> like, how, how dark stupid can you possibly be to be like, hey, 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 hey Jeff, check this out. And it just throws. <laughs> like, what happened? Like, you would think that Wendell being an idiot in challenges would have ended with him being like, Oh, I had the puzzle, but I didn't say Jeff, even though I'm supposedly a fan of the show. Fred like, proceeded you, to continue to rant about Wendell's think- performance in the challenge for the next 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, because he's an idiot. <laughs> but then he's like, you think he would learn. You think he would be like, not, not a complete idiot when it comes to to challenges but then he's just like yeeting idols and then when he's he's like hey hey, you want you want me to call you over jeff let me call you over now and it just f***s it up like oh my god and then it's his fault it's entirely his fault oh it's so frustrating so 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 stupid i hate him the challenge uh which is yes God. They, went, very they went balls deep very cool. and they won the challenge. Now to call the only tribe without any balls. Can, can we can we talk that 
Sophie, her puzzle game right there, or mm-hmm. whatever that you call that thing, on point. <laughs> uh, very good on that. Right up until the end when she like, took like fit, half an hour to move I mean, a ball. Yeah, I mean that's, five inches. That's just nerves. And yeah, uh, who with was the it? pressure Nick? you're under there too? Yeah, yeah and like well, Nick was right on, yeah. right on her tail. Because that's yeah, that's what I was kind of. But that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, like Nick, Nick really came out and if, like he did that first, you know, leg of it when he was up. He did it like very expertly. Yeah. Uh, and I was I wasn't quite entirely sure how the rules worked on that challenge, like who could swap in and do what. Yeah, because like I, I think Sophie started and then like swapped with Ben and then Sophie went back. But on was, Soleil, it seemed it like it was, was the it same Adam? people. Or either, either what way. I think the, the rotation was kind of weird. I, I, I think they had two people up on each station, and I think they each had to get one in potentially, or maybe do an attempt. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, the the controls on that were wild. Like that takes a lot of precision. Yep. Just like handlebars up in the corner of the, mm-hmm. the wood square. So this, you know, gives an opportunity for all the tribes to get evened out now since, you know, Yar is the one who's staying safe. And it's also interesting because after last week's trade, each person except for Fred had one person from Yar on their team. So it's kind of like spreading the points around. Based. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I would have wanted to call the win so I could get a whole bunch of points, but it didn't happen. That's okay. I just wanted to point out what a good no, sport it was at the end of this challenge because although he was very frustrated, we got a nice zoom on his face. He put the handles back on their hooks. Everybody <laughs> else just dropped their handles, man. Yeah, true. So polite. <laughs> uh, now, now we can start uh, visiting the tribes and see how they kind of strategize for the upcoming vote. Uh, we start over at Soleil, and it, this really feels like a big extension of last week, right? With all the yeah. dynamics of you know Parvi and Wendell, like you know having trouble communicating. And Michelle and Wendell spatting, and Yule seems like he's barely there. (laughs) We had all that Yule coverage in like the first two episodes, and it just kind of disappeared. So, like, I'm wondering if that's like going to like be setting up like a big old "I was the mastermind all along" (laughs) storyline. Yeah, I think it is kind of interesting that we didn't hear from Yule too much this episode. But I think it's just because Yule probably had a very you know straightforward logical take and. They really wanted to show, you know, the the drama between Wendell, Michelle, and of course highlight Parvati uh, in this part of the episode. Uh, it they, it really does seem like they start to sway Nick though, and I think that's kind of the whole theme through uh, their part of the strategy, and then also during Tribal, it like really looks like Nick's on the fence and he's going back and forward. Yeah, and he's mm. really uh, Parvati is really like going at it with Wendell with the. With yeah. the whole, uh, like, what are we going to do? Uh, mm-hmm. Are you going to work think, with I me I think that Parvati dynamic? Par- possibly could have saved herself there as well because the way that the conversation at Tribal went between Wendell and Parvati, like, Parvati s- seemed, like, she basically confirmed that she didn't believe that Wendell was going to follow through on whatever deal they made anyways, which, <laughs> yeah. you know, reaffirmed to Wendell's allies that he was loyal, but he was just trying to you know, wreck poverty harder. Um, yeah, it, I don't know, this, it's just kind of strange to look at, I guess. It, and I think part of it too is like Wendell is someone who I've thought was a really strong, you know, social player. Um, but 
and you know of course a lot of it has to do with like how the show is edited as well but like wendell is just continuously like making himself look really bad through the confessionals yeah. and his interactions with parvati yeah. and it's <laughs> so and, and michelle especially it's just very strange to see it from him and you know maybe it's just part of the environment he's in specifically um but i don't know it's just weird to see wendell like in a completely different role than i kind of thought he would be and i don't know how they didn't vote him out because he's so sketchy constantly and you like i just don't get how at that tribal they're just like yeah i trust wendell like, I don't know. I, especially with everything that Nick was saying up until that point. He's like, man, I really wanted to work with Parvati. It's like, you, you can do that. Like, you, <laughs> yeah, he had like, the upper man, if only, pff, if only I had the chance to work with Parvati. Like, I would, I would have absolutely done. Like, just, if, that, o- man, only if. It's like, Brad, it's, it's, it's right there. It's, you could just do it. Like, Nick. Come on, you can just you can Fred just, continue to rant right about there. Nick and Parvati's relationship for the next thirty I, minutes. I think this, I think Nick's decision not to to flip has a lot to do with Yule because I feel like if Yule would have been on board, yeah. then like they probably would have gone through with it. But you know, Nick is with his two closest allies here, and if he flips against Wendell, even though it would kind of make sense, that totally isolates Yule. And kind of cuts Nick off from the rest of Decal, right? Because yeah. it's like Yule, and then you have that connection to Sophie, uh, and mm-hmm. Sophie is now connected a little bit more to Sarah, who is connected to Tony. So it's just like yeah. if Nick jumps away from Yule, he's like cutting away all of his ties, and it just seems like there wasn't enough time before the vote to kind of like bring that together. Um, especially during this tribal, you see Yule and you see the gears working in his brain as like Parvati and Wendell are like, you know, talking about the the deal for Wendell's vote. Uh, and he's starting to think like, oh, hold on. Like, I didn't know any of this was happening. <laughs> right. And then that's when I'm like, oh, yeah. If they're, you know, have half a brain, they're like, this is pretty sus. Like if Wendell's serious about this, which he seemed like he was. Uh, that should be a massive red flag, and they should be like, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we should vote for Wendell if his vote can literally just be bought by the person that we're trying to vote but, out. I think Wendell my, could also my... really just say that he was just, you know, trying to. No, I know, I some know. Points off of poverty. Yes, yeah. I understand in- that. My interpretation of it is the only way Wendell would have worked with poverty if it. W- is if it would have swung to Michelle, which screws over Parvati anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way if Parvati came out saying, like, yeah, what what if we swing Nick? I don't think Wendell would have gone along with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I don't think even if Parvati does give him the tokens, I don't think Wendell is changing his vote. Yeah. That's pretty much unless the conclusion that i came to yeah it's like the best what parvati like 100 percent came to because Mm -hmm. otherwise she would have given him the tokens but i think it was very clear that he was just trying to get the tokens before she could yeah i I think parvati's best play would be to kind of you know try and manipulate the room a bit more and you know like go up and whisper to wendell or like whisper to nick and yule and like really get mm-hmm. everybody's thinking and like yeah make, make nick and yule want to vote 
for Wendell and like really make him think that, you know, she is about to, you know, vote with Wendell to vote someone out because then it's like they don't know if they can trust Wendell anymore. Well, yeah, that's exactly what I said when it was happening. I was like, if she just pushes a little bit harder on the situation, then she could 100% get Nick and or uh, Yule to, to to flip because it, it, I, it just felt like it needed that one little push of her saying to like Nick and Yule and, you know, pretending to talk to Wendell, um, basically saying like, I need to know that you're going to vote with us or I'm going to give him those two tokens and vote for either you or Yule. And he's in saying, you know, Wendell's very clearly not trustworthy. So it's best to get rid of him now or it's still going to be up to me. Right. Mm-hmm. And even if and just nothing was that little able nudge. to change specifically in this vote, I do think it will cast a shade over Wendell that he will probably have trouble getting rid of for a while. Especially because we got a lot of scenes from Nick saying, like, you know, I, I don't know if I can really, you know, fall in line with Wendell anymore. Yeah, but you say that, and if it wasn't, if it's not going to happen this vote, why would it happen later? The thing is, yeah, right now, I think Wendell will be kind of seen as a number to, you know, most of the people who will be working with him. Uh, I just don't think Wendell will, you know, end up getting too close to the end because there will be a point when you know if you know if everything kind of goes as it has been going right decal might get enough numbers that they can start to kind of trim away the people they don't want there and if they think wendell isn't trustworthy enough then he could be someone who is considered i mean i think we're only getting an episode out of this uh out of this three one episode of this three tribe situation so i think that wendell might have the potential to be able to just kind of fade into a crowd at least for a little while, mm-hmm. because I feel like his only major conflicts right now are more with Michelle and Parvati, and, uh, you know... Michelle's gonna win. I just think <laughs> there's a reason that Wendell has been portrayed so negatively. Oh, definitely. And I think but it would be there... strange for him to have this huge character cast on him, and then it just kind of, like, fades into nothing. Like, they're definitely I, building I... up some sort of story here, and I don't think it's just to make everybody hate him for voting out Parvati. Like, I don't think they would do that, like, for that specific reason. I agree with you, but what I'm saying here is he's going to, I think he's going to get a chance to kind of blend in, but then uh, there'll probably be a point where he does start to piss people off in the Merge tribe, and then Michelle will probably, like, rally them up and, you know, tell relationship horror stories, maybe. And then people will be like, this guy's got to go. All he's doing is sitting around making furniture, being an ass (laughs) to everyone. Yeah, we don't need him on this island. But like, he's already made the chair. We don't need him around. <laughs> See, I don't believe you. I I have a very hard time believing that in a merge situation, somebody won't go to Wendell as a number. Wendell's zero percent loyal. It feels like, and so come the merge, if people are trying to get him out whoever's on the bottom whoever feels like they're on the bottom mm-hmm. is going to go to him as a number and he's going to then be in the majority yeah wendell can also you know call on his game from ghost island and say you know he's stuck with navidi the whole time and he's stuck with dom the whole time 
So why wouldn't he play a loyal game? Yeah. I mean, especially when he's allied with Yule, Yule also values a loyal game a lot. Mm-hmm. So if they can both like play the loyalty card off each other, they could potentially stick together decently far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just so we like... haven't had any, you know, without trying to get too into what the show is telling us. Like, I think it's important without, you know, trying to extract too much specific information about it. It's like that that Yule Wendell duo, which seems strong in a vacuum, is just when we haven't seen like those two people interact specifically at all or haven't like heard them talk about each other at all. It's hard to think that that would be like a big lasting group. Yeah. And like I hate thinking in that way because it feels, you know, like outside of what's currently in the game. But it's like if I haven't seen Yule and Wendell like even have a conversation, like how could I believe that they'll be, you know, this strong bond mm. duo? Mm-hmm. And so taking all that into consideration, why would Wendell ever be in a bad spot though? Because best case, he and Wendell, you know, post or sorry, yeah, Yule and Wendell post merge become a duo uh, from thin air. Worst case, he's going to be a number for the minority to f- turn a vote, which to me just seems like he's not going to be going anywhere. Like, sure, he may not, he's probably not going to win, mm-hmm. but like, why would he ever be in danger? Because, right? because, like, because again, if anything was going to happen, it would have happened in this. No, vote. because it's Survivor, because... and you never know what to expect. <laughs> I can see maybe like... Okay, here's here's my other argument, right? Hmm. Hmm. What would make me the least happy going forward? And that would be Wendell winning. Therefore... Wendell is not going to by... win this. No, 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 no. <laughs> Therefore, by the laws of Fred's suffering... At the hands of Jeff Probst, Wendell wins this season. I can tell you with I 100% mean... confidence that Wendell is not winning. See, you say that, but oh, then Fred, I'm going to tell you by, with by 100% logic certainty here. that Wendell's going to win. By your logic here, there was one scenario in which you could be happy, and every other scenario is completely designed for you to be maximum unhappy. <laughs> No. I'm still, that's I'm still not what I'm think, saying at all. I'm trying, I'm still trying to think <laughs> that's not what I'm saying at all. Where Wendell gets voted out. And I, I think it was Soaring who said like it would be a Michelle-led movement. And I feel like yeah. that might be somehow what it comes down to. If like Michelle... like I don't think it has like, Later to be, on in the merge, if there's like well a Michelle be. with Jeremy and Denise um, and maybe like... I'm, it, it's really hard to gather the numbers here because so many Soleil people have been voted out. And I think of like, oh, you know, Tony wants to get the big threats together and get all the smaller people out. But at this point, they're all gone. <laughs> yeah. It Like he has Kim and that's it. That's like the only, you know, big Man, name left in Jer- the game. Jeremy is like a medium boy. Yeah, that, exactly. It's, he, it's Tony he's a medium large. Are like the, the big names left. So it's like if there ends up being like a Tony and a Kim and a, a I don't know. Because like looking at DeCall, right? 
how can there be any trust left here after Denise made the move she did, which we haven't gone to yet, right? But it's like everyone, including Jeremy, voted for Denise. But then Denise played the idol on Jeremy. So like, obviously, you know, Denise okay, hold on, has hold like on, hold a on, level hold on. of trust there. But how will those four people ever work together? Uh, like, because it seems like no one really fully like has trust there. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And we haven't even hold talked on, about like no, the no, Nicole no, no. gameplay. I no, no, no. Hold on, we're not get. We're, no, no, we're not done yet. <laughs> That's oh. the oh. the Michelle vote in theory, right, in the storyline, makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. That's the way Wendell gets voted out. That's how it's been built up. Exactly. That is, but, like you said, how would she ever get the numbers? So even if, like, the storyline makes the most sense, if it's not feasible within the game, I don't think it's gonna happen. Which, again, the point being that I I have a very hard time seeing Wendell like in any actual danger. He yeah, might have a I mean, target I mean, on him, but I don't think he's getting you, voted you, out. Anytime you still have soon. you still have Ben. Mm. You still have yeah. Adam, the group I'm like the group I'm starting to see is like M- Michelle, Jeremy, Denise, uh, Ben, Adam, Sophie, and Sarah, or and Tony. I don't know. I guess it could somehow be you know like when you start linking people together. Right, I think a lot, of, a lot for the rest of the season, even hang like almost hinges in a way on Jeremy and Denise either staying together because Denise played an idol on Jeremy, or Denise being put off by Jeremy because he voted for her. I don't think she's gonna care about. Yeah, you know, I, I think that like when you're in these care at all, when you're in these scenarios, it's so easy to say, "Well, I didn't want it to be me, and it was either me or you." And I think Denise will well, totally even, understand Denise, that because her yeah, because plan even, kind of hinged on no yeah. one else knowing the yeah, information. Denise already knew that because Sandra let her in on that. Let, let's let's just yeah, move on and, over to the other tribe, to the the culture. Yeah, and Denise <laughs> talk Denise specifically said too. In the first conversation, even though it was, like, before the, all the idol stuff, she said that she would vote for Jeremy yeah. mm-hmm. in that scenario. But so how think- about that spy bunker, though? <laughs> Yo! <laughs> they I was knew. so hyped! They all knew. And it was so funny. Where's Tony? Yeah. I don't know, but it's let's like, not go Tony's to the like, water well. Yeah, let's not talk here. Yeah. When I first watched the episode uh, with Flying, who could not be with us, um... I, I had to take a moment because Did he die? Uh, no, because uh, <laughs> I, I was just so shocked because I happened? thought Tony had changed his ways. Yeah, Tony's whole storyline. <laughs> you know, I'm on probation. I'm not going to be up to my old tricks. No hunting for idols. No bunkers. No crazy. Just I'm going to hang out at camp. I'm going to chill here. Make no make sure no one thinks I'm too threatening. Uh, and then, uh oh. Tony's, Tony's going Which to is his own way. Hashtag spy shack. Uh-oh, his excuse spy for. Shack. His excuse for getting, uh, like, for being all crouched over when he comes out of the spy shack is, oh, I threw my back out looking for idols. Uh, yeah. I was climbing my ladder to <laughs> and, find an idol, and it broke, and oh, my back. Yeah, and Kim yeah, was like, Tony, and... sh- like, Tony, what, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Tony, you idiot. Uh, but somehow Tony is, like, still not even being considered, uh, you know, to be voted out here. The the show kind of makes us think that he will be, but it's like I don't think Denise wanted to vote him out, and obviously, like Jeremy was totally fine with working with Tony. 
Yeah, Jeremy's mm-hmm. always. Yeah, I kind of thought only was interesting. Comment, big targets. The only game. comment we. Yeah, the only comment we got against him was Kim specifically saying like, "Oh, right, he's doing his like super frantic, panicky stuff." Mm-hmm. I but also Tony really needs to not do. Like Tony needs to stay relaxed, and I hope that him doing you know this episode you know going on his little trip this episode will kind of be like a reminder of like why he should not do it but i i'm afraid it might almost be too late like he's already reminded everybody uh you know the way he kind of acts (laughs) erratically so here's the thing i don't think that him going to the spy shack originally was out of like panic i think he had to play off his disappearance as like panic idol searching because i think he went and made the spy shack just because he wanted as much information as possible mm-hmm. um, just and he, he thought you know so yeah the th- he thought he could get away with it however he was gone for so long and people you know very quickly picked up on it that the most innocent he could come off <laughs> is by saying that he was panicking and looking for idols. Because if he tells his tells anybody, he's like, uh-huh. "Oh yeah, I was trying to like eavesdrop on you and spy on you." It's like we're in an, an alliance. Why yeah, would you like, try if to? If he's going like, to do that, then he'd probably do it like not right after the vote. Like Jeremy says, like, "Why? You know, why would he disappear like right before an important vote like this?" And yeah. I really think Tony would be fine if he did. You know, kind of hang out at camp, but you know, obviously, like. They're still willing, you know, to work with Tony. Nobody's like, all right, Tony's being kind of weird. Cause, like, even Sandra seemed like she was totally okay with Tony going home tonight. Uh, and it almost seems like that was her intention. But, uh, you know, Tony's like, all right, uh, Jeremy, run for Denise, right? He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah Jer- you know, Jeremy went along with it. Yeah. So no. it's, it's not like everyone is, you know, necessarily against Tony, uh, at least the people who are left in the game. <laughs> yeah. So I think here we have the, you know, the most interesting talking point of the episode here on Decal is Sandra, you know, starting to really functionally use these uh, fire tokens as like an in-game currency uh, mm-hmm. aside from the menu, right? Because we had Wendell and Parvati, you know, kind of, you know, talk about maybe doing it. But Sandra, like, you know, presents a very reasonable deal and is like, all right, Denise, I will give you my idol. <clears throat> it, it expires tonight. <clears throat> um, I'll give you my <laughs> idol for you to play for two fire tokens. And at first I was like, what? What are you talking about? Denise doesn't have two fire tokens. Who gave her fire token? And I like, went back and looked. I was like, oh, yeah, Danny. <laughs> uh, Danny gave her a fire token for, wow. you know, some reason. But Denise is <laughs> like, okay, I'll give you... One now, I'll give you one after the vote. <laughs> See, that I didn't think of anything at first because that just seems, you know, reasonable. It's it's in line with the window poverty where um she's like, I I'm not gonna give you two like up front. Mm-hmm. He's like, Alright, then screw you. It's like <laughs> like <laughs> that's not how these deals work. Yeah. And so when it's like she there says, has to be an oh, I'll give you trust. Right. So when she says, I'll give you one now and one after, I was like, Yeah, that just kind of makes sense the one up front is like should because it's like you know obviously denise, denise won't be going home tonight she'll be mm-hmm. there tomorrow so she'll have to give sandra the fire token well unless sandra's right. not there <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa hold on hold on <laughs> oh man. so 
just from a you know economic <laughs> position um if denise gets screwed then she's only losing uh half as much as she would if she you know pays the two so mm-hmm. it just makes sense but yeah that's the thing looking at the result ha- if she I mean, if she loses, she has zero tokens, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) Well, yeah, but then she can't give it to the people that she wants. You also Um, kind of wonder, like, if Sandra's idol had expired, if she would be able to pass it off as well. And be like, oh, here's uh, an idol, give me your fire tokens. And then Denise goes to play the idol, and Jeff's like, yeah, this This is expired. (laughs) is not an idol. (laughs) Like, that would have been a really good uh, TV moment, but I think what we got was a little better. I just feel disappointed in Sandra because she is the same person that has before said, as long as it's not me, I'm cool with it. And then she goes, hey, I could be safe even though it's expired and I can just use it to guarantee safety. Or I can give up my immunity... I want to give individual immunity to you. But no, 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 no. trust. This is the season about changing your story. Sandra, in her head had no reason to think that she needed an idol. Exactly. Yeah. She had the numbers. She, the Sandra only reason why she got voted safe. out. Yes. The only reason why she got voted out was because she specifically yeah. gave but, it to uh-huh. then again, if she... Like, she could have gone and not played the idol, and she would have been fine if, if she If she held on to it, Correct. but still made the same deal with Denise, one, Denise might not have gone along with it just because it's sketchy, mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to give you my fire token for a wishy-washy scenario. And two, it would have put a bigger target on her because she used this idol to save Denise going against the plan everybody else had set up. So her Mm -hmm. only... but It is interesting, too, for Sandra to give Denise almost her blessing to vote out Tony. I don't think... I think Sandra would much rather work with people like Denise and Jeremy than with Tony. Mm-hmm. And so I think even though it goes against like the numbers, if she gets Denise or if she, if yeah, if she gets Denise and Jeremy on her good side, then those are really strong allies to have. And should Sandra want to flip to Soleil um, in a merge scenario, then she has Jeremy and uh, Denise's support. And that's kind that. of what Sandra mentioned, too, you know, that she had friends on the other side. Yeah, exactly. I do kind of wonder specifically who she's referring to. Yeah, because we have Because, to... like, it, even if, you know, if you count Soleil and Yara, right, and you're not just thinking about Dakal, right, uh, maybe she's talking about Sarah. Maybe, yeah. But it didn't seem like she was ever really grouped in with the, you know, the Yule 4. So... Mm-hmm. I can't maybe like Nick and then that might be her in there, but like we haven't seen that. Um, I mean, what Adam said in some of his preseason stuff is that Sandra is the survivor winner's welcoming wagon. She calls everybody <laughs> up as soon as possible, trying to like get in on the, with them for potential future right, outside of the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know. It just seems like Sandra was talking up like, Oh, you know, all these people over here, whatever. Like I have, I have more options. But I'm not entirely sure, you know, what options she's referring to here. Uh, even if you do think about Adam specifically, it's like, you know, what what does Adam have, right? Adam's worth nothing. Well, I wasn't thinking about Adam specifically. I was thinking about just, you know, mm-hmm. what Adam mentioned about how 
Sandra has been, you know, building relationships in anticipation of such an event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it didn't work out for her, so. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, like, but, but that's the, the whole point being that, like, she had, it was still Sandra's best play in the long term mm-hmm. because it gives her just more options. Like, yeah, I mean, way I, more I, options going into the merge. Sandra has like nothing, like, you know. Really, Sandra has nothing to lose here. You know, she's she's playing for fun. Really, she knows she has such a small chance of winning if she pulls off this move right and sets herself up to go into a merge situation uh, with a tighter relationship with Denise and with a few more fire tokens in her pocket. You know, she you know she's giving it a shot. Like she's trying her best. Uh, it's she's just a flashy yeah. move that was unnecessary. And it didn't pan out, but if it did, it would have been really cool. Right, because that's the thing. It's not the safe play, obviously. And, you know, whether or not that's her not caring or what, it's still her best play. It it still, should it succeed, it puts her in the best position. Mm -hmm. And the absolute worst case is what happened, but there's a ton of other cases where it's not perfect but she still doesn't go home off of the move yeah i think that sandra is probably satisfied that she went out with a bang rather than just a a quiet vote out yeah especially from denise of all people Mm -hmm. because we got that little moment at the beginning when they were talking and how they were you know you know joking and laughing and whatever and they're both like you know i respect you and blah 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 um and so I, I would be very surprised if she was, like, at all upset. <laughs> yeah, so that's the episode. I mean, I guess, it, like, the, the vote specifically was kind of crazy. And I think my mind was already a little bit numb after, uh, you know, Parvati going out. But, like, this whole elimination <sighs> tell me. was pretty crazy. Like, Denise plays the idol, like you would expect her to. And then she plays another idol. And that's, you know, very surprising. And then once, like, watching the episode, once I realized that Denise had all four votes on her and she could vote for whoever she wanted. Yeah. I, like. Not a great plan. Yeah. I just, like, I just, like, like, a, like a light yeah. bulb going off right before Jeff pulled out the last vote. I was like, yeah. it's Sandra. And he pulled out the vote and it was Sandra. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Who remembers earlier in the episode where. Sandra was telling Denise, listen, you're a sweet girl, or you're a great competitor. <laughs> and then Denise goes, like, jokingly, and hey, I'm going to vote you out tonight. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you, Reddit. Yeah, but, uh, I'm, surprised, I'm surprised where Denise goes from this, because it's a great play, but now she has no idols. And this isn't her fault, but Jeremy mm-hmm. has the power without safety, so. <laughs> if he thinks safety the merge is coming up next. <laughs> <laughs> glass cannon jeremy <laughs> no but uh i think Dude, the, po- the power without safety <laughs> you have your vote count sets five votes but if you, you get even one vote if you get home. one vote you are gone <laughs> don't even no go edge to, of extinction don't even go to extinction yeah <laughs> do not do not collect 200 dollars if you pass go <laughs> wow that is 
a yeah. funny concept. <laughs> just an advantage. That's the complete opposite of everything that we have so far. That's hyper, hyper aggressive yeah. and nothing else. High risk, oh, high that'd be great. Yeah. Alrighty. Oh, that'd be funny. So, but, uh, yeah, I'm surprised where Denise goes from this if she like continues on the merger, if she's the next boo, because it's just four people. Jeremy would leave, it's three, and it's Kim and but... Tony. I yes, think if I Jeremy, think the call goes would, again, I think you have a really easy group of Denise, Jeremy, Kim, and yep. get Tony out of there. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, what I was okay. gonna say. Because like, there's in in a four person vote, there's no way in hell that Jeremy's just gonna like, I I'm a head out on <laughs> Denise like that, especially when she just played an idol on him, even though it wasn't necessary. He she still covered him. Right? Yeah, I think when if, she if Denise was, to. like, a bigger threat, then they would be like, okay, Denise, like, doesn't have an idol, now's our chance. But yeah. because she's not that huge of a threat, they're like, okay, now I don't need to be as worried about Denise anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, it lowers their guard, almost. Mm-hmm. I'm curious, yeah. because we've had this sort of thing, you know, someone plays an idol and a new one appears, you know, does the idol appear back on Soleil, or does it appear on this beach? <laughs> The idols also so far have all been these weird, uh, you know, two parters. Mm-hmm. So who knows? They might, you know, have an entirely new gimmick for us. We might find a regular idol, or there's. I'm just curious if they'll like two... re- rehide one what, what on if... this beach, or if they just kind of have to wait for the merge for a new one to show what, up. What if they? What if they hid half an idol mm. on like that each would be beach? Wild. That'd be interesting. Yeah, it's like here's half an idol. Go. Good luck finding someone else <laughs> who has it. <laughs> Um, so anyway, pretty pretty freaking solid episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it quite you know unfortunate boot order. God, whether you're I'm a party just... fan or a Sandra fan, it's... right? Uh, just a uh, sad of what ended up happening. But the content of the where episode did itself all the, was, was the iconic Survivor amazing. females go yeah. in this one episode? Hey, it's, Michelle okay, so, is emerging. So there's so many, okay, there's so many things, right? Because like obviously I'm. I will. I'm not going to be okay for a while. <laughs> it's very <laughs> obvious. Like I am completely broken as a person because poverty is out. However, th- th- I had a small glimpse of uh, glimpse of hope when Denise uh, yeeted <laughs> on Sandra like that because I popped off even after yep. being completely broken. And the husk of a person. The highs and the lows of Survivor. So should we... Uh... Yes. So, no. I'm not done yet. <laughs> no, of course... No, 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 no. no. Just, just no, turn no, no, his no, microphone no, down. Not this part. So, uh... Another 30 minutes. We said this at the beginning... We said it at the beginning of... Uh... This whole season... That party's boot episode is going to be insane. And I'm going to make sure that it is. It definitely will. God, it, I'm so mad. And so, you know, in my time of need, of course, I go to the internet. Um, and there's so many, like, good memes, obviously. But one really interesting thing that people actually brought up was, like, man, with, like, all of the threats out, the season's going to kind of turn to ass. Like... <laughs> Uh, I also, I, like... I mean, I've also seen the perspective where it's like now is a chance for new people to kind of establish themselves, mm-hmm. right? Now that we've had, you know, all of the people from Heroes versus Villains gone, right? And yeah, like yeah, yeah. all sure, of these sure, big sure. characters, we might not have these powerhouses anymore, but 
I think we're starting to see, uh, you know, more people start to kind of like earn their place as I mean, an all timer. Like if we see Michelle continue yes. to do really well this season, if Sophie ends up doing, you know, very well, like it kind of looks like she is so far. Uh, ben might kind of redeem himself from, you know, a, a controversial win. Uh, Denise, after this move, you know, is kind of setting herself up very well, even if she's a more low key character. So it's, it's, it's interesting like Jeff to see, said like, in his words of wisdom, because, uh, you know, in, in the words of wisdom, Jeff kind of alluded to this. Uh, it doesn't matter, you know, what your reputation is. You can still make big yeah, moves true. or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even though we are, we're kind of losing all of the big people we had coming into the season i i don't know i'm just really hopeful that coming out of the season we'll have like you know a new kind of yeah for sure now rush yeah of, definitely of uh some I... somebody maybe more than one person of this remaining 12 could very well have the next wooden bust of their face on the island or you know, one, two of the people could be from the edge right now. You never know. You, you never know. Parvati okay, and so Bossarab come back. <laughs> hear me out. I don't agree. I think there are some some people that are really starting to prove themselves. I think it's really cool, especially you know, like you mentioned, Michelle. However, I can't see any of them having anywhere near the legacy or impact as any previous player that has such a big legacy and i and obviously that's like very biased I mean, yes. give it 10 yeah. years like give it there's 10 definitely years. a maturity time <laughs> but no, no no but listen 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 of course but it's all hypothetical at this point uh, yeah but my Feeling. I mean, Fred, Fred look I... at it this way. Parvati's just got to save her energy yeah. for Survivor 50. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, she's never going to play again. But, you know, aside from that, uh, when I watched Cook Islands, I immediately attached to Parvati. I, like, picked up on, like... Because Fred likes pretty girls. And then Fred continued to gush about Parvati for the next 30 minutes. Look, I'm making a comparison, right? I ha- I get, I had certain vibes about people, right? Specifically Parvati in the situation. And then now we're here and she has this massive legacy. I don't get any of those types of vibes from anybody. There's nobody that like I would attach to, even if, you know, I had no biases going into the season. Nobody stands out to me as somebody that would have the personality to create a legacy. You, you're just saying that you don't feel like you're attached enough to any of these people. Personally, you're looking at it from a very personal standpoint. Where, like, yes, of course. When, when yeah. When I saw, like, Boston Rob in his first season or Sandra in her first season, they didn't, like, like, sure, they were, they... Dude, Boston Rob is yeah, a they were, clown they were fun to watch, <laughs> and that's what eventually had them come back, but it was these, like, recurring characters that you saw in several seasons that really sealed the deal with them, like... 
we don't know what moves. And I think with most of them too, you know, we have the entire yeah. post merge to kind of develop and that's the where... character. And you know, some some of these people have yeah. been snuffed like Ethan and you know, Parvi Party and Sandra, I feel like both I kind of anticipated to have more longevity in the game because we haven't heard from them too much. But it, I guess, you know, you could kind of say that this pre-merge is about, you know, yeah. the transition from the old players yep. to the new players. And that'll just kind of bring us into the post-merge, which will be all about yeah. the, the new post-merge players. is where the characters really come out to show because people start making their own moves, making like trying to save themselves doing things for themselves and like getting crazy with it, you know, whereas as a tribe, it's a little more safe where you can play around a little bit and uh, lean heavily into several other people. And it really, as the, like the further the game goes on is where you see the individual individuality shine, you know, Mm-hmm. So it, it remains to be yes. seen, but the, I, I feel there's potential. The the thing with somebody like Boston Roblo, even if in his first season he, you know, wasn't a great player by any means, it was very obvious that he had a strong personality for one reason or another. Just something that's very, like, distinct. He had and a like, quirk that he had a... He was from Boston, I... and he wore a hat. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> and like I've and, and I've he really liked like Sarah. Rob, so like obviously, uh, for, uh, I'm not certain to... <laughs> uh, of her assets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to say that like you know my emotional attachment to people is the be all end all because I hated Boston Rob for literally all of his seasons yeah. up until this one, and but but I at least recognized that he was extremely unique, yeah. right? Not only in his personality, but, like, how he played, how he went on to win, you know, whether or not it was yeah. super interesting. It was still very distinct and unique. And, of course, something... Somebody can establish that type of game in the post-merge. I'm not, like, discounting that. But when I look at the who's left, it doesn't nobody's really a strong personality anymore <laughs> tony and maybe that, <laughs> okay but, to, but tony's like it, yeah. tony's in the same realm as like sandra and yeah. party just not as long of a player i, I feel um, like there's there's potential and especially maybe, like like looking at the yara tribe they all they all have mm-hmm. like pretty distinct personalities i think every single one of them too yeah. especially because like you have like Sophie and Sarah who in their winning seasons, especially like they really didn't get the sort of like content. I, I guess I would say they deserved, you know, Sophie being with coach uh-huh. and Ozzy, uh, Sarah being with the game changers cast. They kind of played a more quiet role. So it's been really fun to see them much more mm-hmm. visible in this season. Uh, I feel like we're getting a much different perspective, like from mm-hmm. Ben, right? It kind of humbled a bit. Uh, and Adam too is a, a like a very interesting character this season. Yes, <laughs> it... but like, I, I don't know. It's hard to explain. They, they don't like. Yes, yeah. Ben is very <laughs> unique. 
but he's an idiot. Adam's very <laughs> unique, but he is not going to make it far, right? Like, uh, all of the times it, we've talked yeah, about either of these it guys, to be seen. it's basically the same thing. And so, like, so, yeah, of course, there's yeah. potential. I just have yeah. a hard time seeing any of these people really making a big name for themselves. If it happens, we'll see, you know, but we've rambled on long enough. Let's, let's move on <laughs> to some yeah. voicemails. Yeah. Let's go to voicemails. <laughs> so, uh, I have another voicemail set from flying today. Uh, I don't feel like I need to introduce it too much, so I'll just go right into it. Hello, hello again, everybody. It's flying back with Don't a good bit me. that you love. It's Rollerball. That's right. We're giving away even more flame buttons today. Wait. Don't uh, care. Oh, oh. Hold on. I, oh. I got to do some housekeeping. Um, we have had a request in uh, to rename the flame button um, yeah. into the flame <laughs> pog. Uh, so if you oh, guys would like, we could just uh, change it. the name to the flame pog. Yeah, do it. <laughs> all right then we will fantastic <laughs> uh, here. Um, i do have to Yo, retroactively some... give fred a flame pog even though he didn't show up last week uh he did end the episode with exactly 69 points and hey. everybody knows that gives you a flame pog right of away course. um best of luck to jimmer and soaring on next episode uh okay all right Let's get into trivia for today. Okay. Um, oh, no. We got a two-parter question here, Everything meaning just, you can okay. win. I, I got to get four points pogs. next episode. Um, and like I, this is a question I wrote during the first episode, and I was like, "Okay, let's save it till the swap or the oh, merge geez. or whatever." And I missed last week the swap, and maybe the merge is next week. So it's, uh. okay, so here we go. In addition to the tribe color, the tribe highlight color the, the little pattern on the buff that they um this season the tribes have also been getting their own little symbol um it's shown on the tribe pride flags that they carry into the challenges uh and at the bottom of like that little note that they get with the split idols uh to sele and yara each have their own symbol which shows a pair of crossed weapons Oh, now your question this week: What weapon does Sele have on their symbol, and what weapon does Dakal have on their symbol? Okay, I don't think I've been paying nearly. Okay, no, 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 no. Um, it's a. It's like a gun and a sword. Yeah, it's a gun and a sword. Now one has one, and the other has the other, and then Yara has one of each. So what you're saying is Yara is OP. (laughs) Yeah, broken. So. OP, please. So, um, I, and I think this comes from the tribe's names themselves translating to, like, gun and sword. Uh, so, yeah. that makes me think that Soleil would be the swords because you, you, it like, sounds like the most them. like sword. <laughs> right? I feel like that's fair. The, that the call is like me. an explosion, so it's like a gun. I, and I hate to lead the discussion so much because I... But I I feel like that is, uh, what I imagine, right? Like Soleil I, translates to sword. I'm gonna I, go with the like, opposite of you. I would have added to the no. conversation. 
I was gonna say, <laughs> part of me wants to go the opposite, but you, I didn't yeah, add I anything. I feel like me giving input in this, like me submitting an answer, is just kind of unfair because I had no idea until Toon spoke about <laughs> it. See, same, I didn't same. add anything because everything that you were saying was exactly what I was saying because I knew it was a gun and a sword because that was like in the cinematic at the Wait beginning. Wait a minute, but what if, what if Toon is uh, trying I'm, to, I'm not gonna trying to answer. fuck with us here? Uh, well, I'm winning. I'm gonna. He's gonna. Yeah. Yeah. He's it. putting. He's locking his answer first. By the way. <laughs> um. But then when, you know, you confirmed that it was sword and gun, I was like, oh, Soleil's probably the sword one because <laughs> Soleil, yeah. sword, and then the call and so I'll uh kaboom gun. <laughs> I'm fine with like. You two submitting that and answer. Yara for Yarl stupid. Yeah. Just use uh, both. So if yeah, if you two <laughs> felt confident in that before the fact, I'm I'm definitely locked into Soleil's sword I, and Dakal is gun or like rifle or whatever you want. But it's a gun. I I will right. sink on this ship as well. You okay. know what? I, I'm gonna join my, my friend TB. I'm gonna join okay. my friend TB. Okay. You know what, Tune? I, I I got you. Got you. All right, so it's me, Fred, and, and Jimmer are all, yes. are all on Soleil for sword, and Soaring and TB and are all on... for shield. Oh, no. wait, sorry, wrong. Are I, the opposite I'm on no answer because Soleil I had gone. no idea before, before the fact, so I have too much oh. honor to just piggyback <laughs> your answer. Okay, so yeah. TB that... is abstaining. Wait, so... You're telling me you're an idiot. <laughs> if you have a true wow. and false question on a test, do you just sit there and be it, like, you know, well, you know I don't what? know, guess I'm not going to answer. If the test no, you, is you the circle teacher one. <laughs> up at the front saying true or false, blah, 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 and somebody yells out true, I'm either going to know the answer or not beforehand and know what I'm going to pick. But in this, I had no knowledge of it, so I'm not going to pick an answer that I would not have known had to not input it on it. Okay. All right, TV. But the flame Guide pod. me to glory here. So, so, so you must glide me to a treasure you may not possess. Okay, so Soaring, are you abstaining or are you on the opposite of me? As in I'm the opposite of you. Okay, so TB is getting nothing no matter what, and then it's Jimmer, Fred, and me. And then versus Soaring. I, I I just figure it's it's too cheesy if I just follow you. It's it, you I, know. I was gonna say spear as just a shot in the dark, so I'll go with that. Okay, okay. Uh, and then I'll play the answer clip now. Um, it was actually banana and orange. All right. So the answer we're looking for: Sele has a pair of swords, be it a? scimitars, maybe it's like a machete looking thing i'm not 100 percent sure but as long as you got like in the ballpark of swords you're good okay. uh decal has a, a pair of guns <laughs> it looks like it's pistols <laughs> like a blunderbuss uh, yes. kind of looking thing easy um, clap so as long as you got close to those also as of note yara has like a sword and a gun but they're uh, completely yeah. different <laughs> like, a one, like a dagger or a short sword that's a cool little tidbit <laughs> If you yeah. pay attention, do I get an that's extra it. That's, flame pod? That's the bit this episode. Thanks, thanks for trying to answer <laughs> I still have, this like, question. I have no idea where you, these you get some uh, flame pogs. Maybe if you got at least one of them right. Woohoo! 
Yeah. Thanks, right. Blank. Uh, sorry, I think I think he said they're on their flags, but I think and I also remember they were like on their on notes. They were on something because I remember in this episode specifically, uh, like be, right before the challenge, there was a uh little thing where like it showed them close up, and that's how I like remembered it so vividly. Ah, uh, gotta pay attention to those transitions, okay. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So good. That was fun. That was fun trivia. That was hard. Uh, Tune, if you want my flame pog, you can. Oh, because I did nothing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, don't worry about it. Maybe I'll call back on you later. Uh, but okay. for now, <laughs> we have points to talk about. Uh, we could skip points. I think it's really ironic that, of course, on Parvi's boot episode, where I'm an emotional husk of my former self flying comes in with my least favorite thing in the world survivor trivia <laughs> just to you know <laughs> throw a little salt in the wound well if there's at least another solace you can have it's that you didn't do there the isn't. worst this week there isn't um I we care. have an interesting spread of points of course from yara uh, and like i mentioned earlier everybody except for fred got a little bit of those challenge points there uh, and then a whole bunch of fire tokens around. Uh, there's only one vote in safe, despite two tribal councils, and uh, a whole bunch of bonus points for me, courtesy of Denise. So for this week, uh, unfortunately, at the bottom we have Jimmer, who is coming in with just Adam's challenge Oof. points and nothing else, uh, putting him at a cool six. Hey, 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 Kim! Kim showed up. Yeah, Kim was there. <laughs> 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 she had something <laughs> she has an idol she could have played but no oh uh fine the next up is soaring who had an extra episode point and a vote in safe uh over jimmer so that puts him up at eight uh, no episode point next week <laughs> <laughs> then one point ahead of soaring is tb who had the same three episode points uh but he had two points extra uh, because Michelle inherited Parvati's fire tokens, which is a flat rate for inheritings, not per token. <laughs> uh, and then finally, uh, or not finally, sorry, uh, back back to the top, there is Fred, who got some extra care. advantage points because of the deal between Tyson and Parvati. Unfortunately, that idle nullifier is now no that's longer in the game. That's what's like extra sad about it, too. It's like she was rolling in the tokens, she had the I don't nullifier. It's just like it's 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 not even just like it's poverty being voted out. It's like all of the potential of her advantages are also just gone. It's just it just sucks, dude. I just I I, I don't want to be here. And <laughs> I, I hate this show. Jeff Probst can go. And then whatever. at the end here is me this week who got. And a whole bunch of extra points, not only because Tyson managed to sell uh, the advantage he found, but Denise played two of hers and got some extra points for being right uh, with one of them, at least. So that puts me up at 19 points this week, which was really you. surprising. <laughs> Timmy and, and I were right next to each other last week, but I'm just starting to further the gap again. Uh, and then actually what's interesting is that Jimmer and Soaring this week are tied up in their score. And this is the second time just, it happened because uh, two weeks ago they were tied too. I just need four points. That's all <laughs> I need. It's all about flame pogs at this rate. 
<laughs> so, who's going to win this last place race, Jimmer? By, by win, you mean coming fourth or coming last? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> the real winners are the friends that we made along the way. Um, I don't know about that. Well, how about the real winners are the, is the fact flame that hogs that we two of our players along the way. both survived longer than priority. That's that's the real <laughs> you know victory there. So it's interesting looking at the graph because it looks like we're all pretty evenly throat. spaced apart from each other, but then you realize that Sorry and Jimmer are on the same exact spot. I'll kill your family <laughs> and you too. <laughs> no, can't I will because fight you. So now's no, the time to move on, on to trades. So if Fire anybody uh, has any trades, the floor is, trade my is now open. Up your ass. I am interested in a <laughs> trade this week, but I think I'm I want to so wait bad. for next week. Uh, you see, Brad, how much do you want for Parvati? <laughs> I can give I, you... Oh, what Danny. I want? I want to be removed from this document. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I want to uh. be... I want... What, okay, look, I'll I'll trade you my entire tribe if you can remove um all memories and knowledge of oh Survivor God. as a whole from my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make that deal. What about a flame bug? Mm, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> how how, how <laughs> is that like? <laughs> how is it that like? The two people I have on my like edge bench right now are like the least valuable on the edge as well. <laughs> well, you said that Amber is worth more than some other yeah, people. Yeah, fair. I mean, I think she's worth more than Danny, but that's about it. <laughs> I disagree with you. In fact, um, if you think that, um, wait, that doesn't make any logical sense. I will say Oopsies. that, you know, TB's trade yeah. early on to get rid of Sandra, you know, has paid off very well now. Uh, it, it because Nick has. will certainly continue to earn points, and Sandra is almost definitely never going to win that challenge. Not only that, she didn't even play her I'm kind of mad that I gave her <laughs> yeah. uh, her points, to, basically to, for doing that, but there's not really anything yeah. else that could have came of that, so... Other than her using it on herself for some reason. Yeah, I think that is kind of the point. Like, as, if Sandra had the idol, there was no reason for her to play it because she was safe. But because she gave it to someone who could weaponize it, then it kind of, you know, exposed a weakness. I mean, she still could have gone home if she didn't play it because they gave uh, Denise there, full power over the vote. There yeah, is yeah, kind Denise of a, a idol trade. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to make it, but... One that I'm noticing, I could potentially, oh yeah, if Toon was on board with it, Denise for Michelle. But I honestly don't think I want to do that. Ooh, it would be risky for um, both of us because Denise made the big play. Michelle's kind of maybe on the chopping block, but um, I think I just want to. Hold off where yeah. I am. Mm, I don't know about that one. What if I throw in a flame pog? <laughs> Two flame what pogs? <laughs> All future flame pogs. What if you also All included... All future flame pogs? What if you included no, uh, Rob and I mean, Tyson, Rob and Tyson in the deal? Would you do it? Looking at who's out of the game right now are probably the two best bets at getting back in right now. 
Yeah, Natalie. Yeah, because I of her. Still uh, wouldn't okay, except for her, I, I, I almost called them flame pogs. <laughs> her fire tokens, but yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> if she's a four now, right? You know, she could buy an idol to have in the game, or she could buy three advantages in the yeah, challenge. Tyson might honestly be in one of oh, the better positions because it said you Natalie? could get three because of the peanut butter, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I'll, I think I'm just gonna sit on this yeah. for this week, <laughs> and then come back to it next weekend. What's extra sad or something? Okay, that's fair. Okay, that yeah, yeah. I agree with sitting for a week because I feel like especially after a double boot uh, in the merge coming up now, uh, it's or you know coming up sooner than later i i don't think we're merging next episode just looking or, or thinking about what was in the preview um it just seems like yeah. if there was the merge like they would just tell us <laughs> uh but instead showing us camp life uh makes me think that there's no way there's a merge because when we do merge like they're gonna start the episode with the eoe challenge and uh you know, then we'll merge. Or I guess they could have the EOE challenge be next episode and then have the person who comes in like be immune or something for a vote because I feel like they've done that before. Put, put them on, put them on the winning tribe. Of the yeah, and challenge. then like have the merge just start yeah. at the next episode without having to worry about an EOE challenge. Uh, I'm not entirely sure how they'll structure it, but no matter what happens, I I don't think we're merging. Uh, no. Yeah, I dare I say. Yeah. We could have we could have no tribal councils if it's just uh if it's just the EOE challenge. That'll happen. That's the climate. Uh no, I I I see what you're getting at, but I don't think we're ever going to have an episode of Survivor where somebody like doesn't go home at the end, whether it's a medevac or a a vote out or a quit. Like I think the episode's always going to end with somebody leaving. Yeah, it's just it's just we've had double boots one episode so mm-hmm. it's... I, like i see where you're coming from i just feel like that's Doable. not something survivor would do yeah i mean in 40 seasons it's never even happened. when they had a, the the tribal council after the tribal council to vote somebody back in they started the next episode with that tribal council <laughs> finish on the boot out mm-hmm. yeah so i that's what good tv is so yeah i definitely am thinking about trades but it seems like everyone kind of wants to hold their cards for another episode does anyone want adam we'll talk i'll trade you adam for amber (laughs) jimmer we'll talk next episode okay actually i'll trade you i'll trade you adam for sanders sanders like the biggest thing in survivor bro i'll trade you for wendell all right (laughs) all right can we wrap this up Please, I'm okay. considering it. <laughs> I low key am though. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, Don't do that. No, not right now. Not right now. Okay, we'll sit and maybe we'll have a lively episode of trades yeah. next episode. And if we don't, it's probably because right. the episode right. was crazy. <laughs> so. Does anybody else have anything they want to say before we? Uh, <laughs> oh, here we go again. What's so? What's extra sad about Party getting voted out is that is that she goes on to Edge with. All right, everybody. Thank you for like listening. Uh, five, thank you to for Subtack for the use of our theme song. Step up. 
Uh, thanks to Mango for editing this episode. Uh, I don't know the rest of the script, but I, re- I really want to wrap this episode up fast. And we'll talk to you guys next week, and I'm sure it'll be an episode. I don't know if it'll be exciting or not, but it's Survivor in the season, so it's going to have to be. See ya. See you guys. Natalia's tokens. Goodbye. Like I, I, she can win because especially if it's like a dexterity thing. But like maybe it's not. Maybe it's like a without uh, track race. I don't know. But I, I just need her to be back in the game, man. I'm dying here.